Jackson. Shut your mouth, broadcasting. First round draft pick. Believe we got stats, kid. Quarterback sacking. 100 yard dashing. So tap in for the action. What team's got traction? Welcome to the Sim Podcast. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We talk about the National Football League on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. Ronald, we just had week 12, the turkey games. We're moving into week 13. How do you feel about the season? We only got like a couple games left. How do you feel? Hey, it's been a good season. Uh, Thanksgiving games were, weren't that great as far as um, competitive, but, you know, um, we're past the midway point. We're at the serious point now, right? We're getting into December football here pretty soon. Um, This is like put up or shut up time at this point for just about every team. So, listen, it's been a good good year. Good year for the Steelers. Not so much the Patriots. We'll talk some more about that. But um, I feel feel pretty good. Yeah, we're going to talk about Patriots, the Steelers. We're going to have our week 12 recap we're gonna do our power rankings we're gonna do our predictions with the upset specials but first we always kick it off with the nfl news and ron mr a a ron is back on the practice field i don't i always thought that this was impossible but i guess it is possible do you think he's gonna play basically what i'm asking Mm, no uh maybe i think he wants his ego wants you know makes him want to prove that he at his age can come back from a significant injury when everyone doubted he could um to actually participate and play an actual game at the same time if i'm the jets ownership forget about the coaches and stuff if i'm the owners and i've invested so many so much money in him um, I'm thinking big picture, you know, they're not in the quite in the playoff hunt just yet. Um, they got an easy schedule and they could turn things around, but things aren't looking that right for them. So if they can't muster a couple wins these next few weeks and get back into the playoff hunt, um, there's no chance I would have him out there. I don't care if he's able to go or not. So ultimately, why, why is he doing this? I mean, the Ego. Jets are out of it. They're, Ego. That's they're not going to make the playoffs. But he has that Pat McAfee show where he like almost daily he comes on to talk about football. So it's like, what is he? What is he trying to prove? He's trying to say like the media. I, I got good doctors. I, like what? What? What is it about this whole like? It's the, I'm gonna it's be. I'm gonna make a comeback no matter what. Competitiveness. Competitiveness. If I can say that word. So you know, he probably wants to prove not just to the fans but to himself. That at his age, like I said, he can accomplish this. Um, he has that drive in him to just prove doubters wrong. He's always been like that, right? He always plays with a chip in his shoulder and all that stuff. So um, that's, that's I think, why he wants to do it more than anything else. Forget about getting the Jets to playoffs and all that stuff. I think he, you know, as far as his personal goals, this is probably weighing heavier on him than trying to turn things around for the team, getting them into the into the playoffs. Yeah, I just, I'm, listen, Rogers, he lives in his own world, is Rogers' world. I just don't want to participate. I just don't want my Twitter feed to be full of Aaron Rodgers 
you know, that slow motion and just like practicing. Dude, just save it. Just save it. I well, mean, it's the media, right? Yeah, it's just like McAfee, oh, ESPN, NFL. It is, it is just, terrible. It's just constant media attention. It is terrible. Uh, the other set of news, this was happening a couple of days ago. Frank Wright got fired. Um, this is like the second coach that didn't even make it through the whole entire season at Carolina. What is the owner trying to prove here? Because I thought, you know, I thought he his business acumen was like, hey, I'm going to wait it out, make millions. But it seems like it's not translating to the owning a team. So what what's going on here? I one, I think so a couple things, right? I don't know what his expectations were for this team. Probably they were probably better than winning just one game, right? So he's a little disappointed that they have not at least won four or five games by now. Um whether that's realistic or not with that team and the roster they have, I don't know. But I think the from an owner's perspective, they they probably feel like he's right, Frank Wright underperformed. He's, he was failing to develop the quarterback, um, and the team looked awful, uh, worse than he thought it would. So, you know, whether or not it's the right choice to make a move at this point, when you know you have no chance to make the playoffs, you should have came into the season knowing. Uh, even in that division, you weren't going to be, you're going to be outside looking in, basically. I don't know why you would make the move at this point, but, um, you know, so... Even if you have a crappy team, when you're a coach, you still got to, like, get your team, you know, motivated to play. You got to see some growth, right, in all your players. I don't think they, they've seen that this year, not just the quarterback position, for all their all their players. So he got rid of uh, Matt Rule. Then uh, Wilkes comes in. And then, actually, Wilkes, I mean, I feel like they responded to him. He, he The defense was decent one to him. He got let go. They brought in Frank Wright. They gave up all these draft picks to get Bryce Young. I thought, you know, comparing Bryce Young to CJ Stroud is not um, it's not very fair. Mm-hmm. But I guess the owner was like, hey, I want him to be the same guy as CJ Stroud. Frank Wright, who's, you know, according to Seriani, the Eagles coach, he's like the quarterback whisperer. But Again, he got fired. So it's like, what is going on in Carolina? I know the division is a horrible the division that uh, NFC South, but come on, man, just have some patience. Have some patience. Yeah, um, you know, listen, Young has some um, some not so good qualities about him, right? He's very short and undersized. Um, I think he's been banged up throughout the year. Um, they don't have a lot of weapons for him around him, right? Running back, receivers, whatever. Well, they got rid of DJ Moore, right? Mm-hmm. For the to the Bears, so it's like I don't know. This is is Carolina going to be turned around anytime soon? Is what no, I want to know. No, it, they uh, they're a long way from being uh, competitive, like really competitive in this in this league. They're at least three, four, five years away. Uh, the other set of news is DTR is hurt. So incoming Flacco as a Cleveland starter, will this make a difference? Will this, will this make a difference? Are they still gonna come out third in that division no matter what? 
think so, right? So they're seven and four right now. Um, they have the luxury of losing a couple games. Um, Cincinnati is playing. You know, they they're stuck with uh, Browning. Is that his name? Uh, at quarterback, so they should still finish third in their division. Whether or not it's good enough for them to sneak into the playoffs, that's probably questionable. Their defense is solid. I know Garrett just got hurt, um, so we'll see what his status looks like. Um, but if they they can play, you know, um, a game where the Steelers have kind of play where you just play strong defense, run the ball efficiently, don't turn the ball over. That might be a problem for Flacco. Uh, but if they can play that type of game, they can get two or three more wins and, and find themselves in the playoff. I mean, right now in the playoff picture, they're sitting in sixth place. So that would mean that they go, they would go on the road to face Kansas City. That's, of course, it never finishes that way, but that's what they're looking at right now. Um, the other set of news, and actually this kind of goes with our prediction you put you put me down as 12 straight wins for new england and i was like yeah what do you expect i mean new england is my team why <laughs> why is it why is it so such a shock yeah i put this down here because i wanted to make sure i didn't miss uh to talk about it but i went back and looked because i feel like every week you pick them to win and you have basically every week except for week one except for week one you yep. pick the patriots to win um, so no sort of, um, you know, you're, you're just basically saying, I don't care who we're rolling out there, especially at the quarterback position. We're going to win this game. And well, I don't know if you I actually believe, truly believe that. I believe in, listen, 10 points to the Giants, 10 points to the uh, Colts. That should be enough to win any game in the National Football League. However... We have Mac Jones on our team. Mm-hmm. We have a terrible offensive line. We have terrible receivers. That is not enough to win in the National Football League. But I told you, I told you that this week is different. This week there's light at the tunnel. <laughs> yeah. And we'll we'll then let's just no, we'll save it for the prediction. So let's do a quick recap of week twelve. Because we were talking about how New England, again, Giants, 10 points, but New England only had 7 points. You had New England winning 16-13, and New England winning 17-10. Final score was 7-10. I saw highlights of this game because I had to work. And you know what? They really tried. They tried their hardest to run the ball. But it was just like, when they have to throw it, it's... You know, it's like flipping a coin. You don't know what you're getting from Mac Jones. And he comes out of the game. Sappy comes in. And he throws it. He throws the interception. So it's just like, you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Are you, let me ask you, are you completely done with Mac Jones? Do you want to see him on another team? Do you want to see your team with another quarterback next year? It depends. If Bill Belichick is still on the team, Mac Jones needs to go. If Bill Belichick is not on the team, I wouldn't mind giving Mac Jones a try because I think he definitely has the skill to play in the NFL. I just don't know if that combination, because mm-hmm. obviously he was successful with Josh in charge, 
but Bill was like, oh no, I'm just gonna give you two defensive co- coordinators to like <laughs> figure it out. And he was like, what? You what? This doesn't. I mean, the whole Brian Hoyer was like, hey kid, this is not what you should be getting on your third year. And it just snowballed into like Bill versus Mac. You, that was a battle that Mac Jones should have known he was gonna lose. You, you can't, you can't go against a head coach and not do what he tells you. Do you so, see Mac at this point? I don't know. Is this his third year? A fourth year. This is all right. So he's not. Is he getting extension or no? Most likely not, right? I mean, they haven't announced that they picked up the fifth year. Mm-hmm. So you think they will? Probably not. Right. If Bill if Bill has something to say, no, they're not gonna do it. No, they're not gonna do it. Do you think he plays this week? Dark. Well, that's why the light of the tunnel. I know that during the bye week it was like 50 50 to Sappy, fifty to Mac, and then they Mac went out there, destroyed destroyed every hope of the fans that we had. And then this week, what, what is reported, the hope of the fans? What do the fans want to see exactly? Listen, the fans just want them to finish in the top five draft pick. But if that's the case, you know what's going to happen. You even said it. Bill is going to look at that and be like, I can flip one of these picks into like <laughs> seven more draft picks. It's just it's going to happen. On. Right. Which he doesn't do very well on. So it's like, you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. It's a catch-22. It's like, hey, this is just... Listen, I have hope for them to win this weekend. We'll talk about our picks when that happens. But you just lost to Tommy DeVito. You just lost last week, who was a quarterback um, for the... Uh, oh, sorry, they had a bye week. So week 10, you lost to Minchu. Week nine, you lost to uh, Sam Howell. Week eight, I mean, you lost to Tua, but it's just the trifecta: Howell, Minchu, and now Devito. I mean, they're ready. To, they're ready to kill the Pat, the journalists, the fans, the radio station. To me, I'm just like, hey, this is what happens when you don't have Tom Brady anymore. I mean. Two and nine, though. That is not good. Uh, listen, when I look at the defense, there's a lot of hope on the defense. It's just there's no hope on the offensive side. There's just no hope whatsoever. Frank Wright only lost one more game, and he got fired. I'm not saying that, you know, promoting Bill Belichick to get fired, but I'm just saying two and nine is pretty atrocious. I don't care who the quarterback is. It's not. That's not acceptable. Uh, according to who? According to Tippett, to, to David Tippett, the the Carolina owners. According to Robert Kraft, who refuses. It to should be the, according to Robert Kraft. Well, he 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 comes out in public. He says is unacceptable, but he doesn't make any action. So mm-hmm. you can, we can we can say to the sky this is unacceptable, but until there's actually action. We're just speaking in deft tones here. Right. Uh, the next game was uh, Pittsburgh uh, versus the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. You picked it at Steelers winning 17-14. I picked it at Steelers winning 17-6. Final score was 16-10. to 
I actually watched this game. Um, 400 yards for Pittsburgh. That is the that Matt is, Canada effect. Yes, that is the Matt Canada effect. Right. But the points were not there. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You know, I don't even care. But I do care. I think we need to finish drives, right? We got to score more points. We just look like a team that had some fluidity finally in our offense, right? We can get two or three first downs in a row. We can get some big plays, you know, on the outside to our receivers. We can get some plays in the middle of the field. We look like a competitive, competent offense. So I was, yeah, 16 points. You know, there's more uh, that we left out out there that, you know, we should have scored some more, made some boneheaded mistakes. Uh, still got to clean some things up, but it, it was night and day to me. I was extremely happy with the performance of the team offensively and defensively this game. So um, I thought Kenny looked great. I thought our running backs uh, ran well, um, besides the you know, one fumble that Warren had. Um, we dominated. Uh, time of possession, 37 minutes to 22 minutes. We dominated the game. Even though we were losing at halftime, I felt at no point were we not in control of the game. So um, it's a great win. I think um, we got to go out there now and repeat it, right? It's good to have one good, you know, 400-yard game finally after 20-some games, whatever it was. Whatever it was. Uh, now let's, like, continue to repeat it. We got some easy games coming up. We just got to, you know, go out there and, and keep it going. Listen, I was very impressed. I know Kenny didn't, didn't you know, technically have any touchdowns under his uh, book, but the fact that he was actually using the middle of the field, for some some reason, Matt Canada refused to Matt do Canada that. Matt Canada was terrible, right? Refused, and and let, me, let me address something real quick, because I know there's some Steeler fans, a lot of Steeler fans out there who has been screaming, for Kenny Pickett to get benched saying stuff like you know all these other players are, are so much better than Kenny Pickett and they want all these other please stop please stop I don't want to hear it you know Kenny Pickett is a good player he just wasn't playing well he needs to you know he needs to play better but to give up on him and to, to be talking about benching him for Mitch Trubisky or Mason Rudolph or giving up on him and going to draft somebody else next year in the draft. There's some like, you know, quote unquote Steeler fans that I'm just like, how are you a Steelers fan? It's like, you're just wanting us to lose every week and you can't even be happy for this win and for, you know, be happy for Kenny to, to, Listen, to play well. Sometimes, you know, sometimes there's fans, the different type of level of fans and there's fans that, need instant gratification right now they're fans that are they want to be philly want to be san francisco want to be kc they think that the team has to win 10 15 games every year mm -hmm. and that's not the league that we played in now if you win 10 9 11 games your your team is good mm -hmm. your team is really good and it's in the playoff and it's actually winning um but going back to kenny i mean i thought he played probably his best game you know without having to like make a comeback victory mm -hmm. 278 yards and Freeman Pat Freeman uh, 
Nine catches for 120. That is excellent. Yeah, middle of the field is open, right? We yeah. finally use our tight ends. I think he probably had, prior to this game, a total of like seven catches or some crap like that. Something like was that was totally unacceptable. You know, we allowed it. Um, you know, and it's ridiculous, you know, that one of the best tight ends in the league, in my opinion, a lot of people's opinion, it would take this long to get him going. And we can't design plays to get him going. Um, same with Deontay. The, the dude is, I know he had his issues this game too, you know, where he wasn't like showing effort and stuff. But that guy is a hundred reception receiver every year. Every year he should have a hundred rece- you know, receptions. Um, there's no excuse uh, for him not to have that. So we got to, being a coordinator, you got to be able to get the ball in, the, in your players' hands, your best players. And Canada had no clue how to do it. I mean, we've been dealing with this for three years. And finally, finally, they cut the cord. Um, and it looks like they're going to hopefully turn things around. I was I was so impressed with what I saw that I am back on the Steelers bandwagon as them winning that division. I think that they already beat Baltimore, right, this year. So they own the tiebreaker. It's just a matter of fact, they have easy games coming up. They can, I feel like they can get this vision and finally have a home game uh, for the playoffs. So I feel confident. I gave them 11 victories at the beginning of the year. Getting rid of Matt Canada actually helped them a ton. Mm-hmm. A ton. I just, maybe they can, maybe the, the, the run defense needs to be better, but. Isn't Minka coming back? He is practicing his full participant today, so I'm expecting him to play this week. Yeah, I I, I really like what I'm seeing from the Steelers. Um, Ron, who was your upset special? So I had Chicago beating Minnesota 24 to 23. Um, they did win, but it was uh, 12 to 10. Um, completely horrible game to watch. Um, Dobbs was terrible through four interceptions, I believe. Um, I, you know, I thought Chicago would score more points. I thought Fields would be able to run a little bit more. You know, he still wasn't that great, um, but they did enough to, to win. Yeah, um, Dobbs, the fantasy's over. The insanity, Dobbs was over. <laughs> now, now that the coach might not like. It's being mum about him starting after the bye week, which to me, who else, who else do they have that, you know, I think you have to go back to Dobbs, but I don't know. I just feel like he did his part. I And I actually, you know, this past weekend, I actually saw the owner again of the Minnesota Vikings. And I was like, how about that Josh Dobbs? And he wasn't. There was nothing. Now, I think that was Saturday night. So they hadn't played yet. And he just, he wasn't excited. He wasn't like, oh, yes, let's go Dobbs. He just kind of stared at me like, and I was like, oh, damn. It's Dobbs. <laughs> Where's the excitement? There was no excitement. Yeah. Well, listen, um, Duke came in like just two weeks ago. You know, he's still learning the playbook. Everyone's entitled to have a bad game here and there. Um, all the, the folks jumping off the bandwagon now, you know, so be it. That's that's the type of league that we're in. 
I'm not completely jump, jumping off. I still think he's a good uh, starting quality quarterback in this league. And I'd like to see him get a whole entire offseason with a team, um, you know, to learn the playbook and to, to play with the receivers and stuff like that. And let's see how he does. I don't know. I, but to me, listen, Cleveland had him. Pittsburgh had him. Arizona had him. Is he is he expendable? Like, can you just if you need a backup, he is Dobbs. Like, will the team actually give him a starting job? That's a good question. I don't I don't know. You know, they'll say like, oh, we want to have a competition, but that they don't mean that. Teams don't mean that, right? When especially when you're drafting someone in Cleveland situation, they had Deshaun, so he's a legitimate starter. Now it was between for the second spot, Dobbs and DTR. DTR had an incredible preseason. That's why they felt that they could, you know, rely on him and they let, you know, Dobbs leave. So, you know, he did. And he went to Arizona, got his opportunity there, played fairly well. Minnesota took him. So, you know, teams might say, yeah, we'll give you a shot, but then they'll go out and draft somebody. And it doesn't matter what, you know, they tell you, if they're drafting someone, especially in the first round, the expectation is that guy's going to play. Period. You know, so, you know, it is what it is. We got a lot of teams with players who are starters that are, you know, there's some backups that are better in this league. That's just how it is. My upset special was Buffalo at Philly. I had them winning 24 to 21. They actually lost 34 to 37. But this was a really, really good game to watch. They had they had a 10 point lead going into the third going into the fourth quarter I think and Philly just five touchdowns for Hurts is Hurts now leading the MVP candidate is he the lead in your opinion I'm not going to look at the odds right now but what do you think it's the MVP candidate so far I think he's up there I still probably would have Lamar ahead of him to be honest with you um Outside of those two, I mean, it's it's really up in the air. I think Tyreek Hill has a legitimate shot of getting the MVP as a non-quarterback this year, as well. I think everyone, every quarterback's number is, is slightly down. Um, but you know, Philly, great win, went against a good team in Buffalo. Buffalo needed to win. They came out with you know tons of uh, energy and incentive to win to prove their doubters wrong. Gave it a good try, but at the end, Philly pulled it off. Now for Philly, let me say this. Great team, top five team. High expectations for them in the playoffs. You cannot have games where you're giving up 30-something points, though. And I think this isn't the first game that the defense has kind of let them down a little bit. So it does worry me. Um, you know, their defense doesn't play to their ability, I think, when they get you know, to some of these uh, play against tougher teams. Um, they're 10-1 right now. That's great. You can't be in the playoffs giving up 30 points, though. So, um, you know, let's let's see how it goes. Um, 34 against the Bills. Looking, They also gave up 31 against the Commanders. Uh, that's who it was. So, Listen, Hurst is the lead right now at plus 200. Then you have Mahomes. Then you have Lamar. Then you have Tua. Um, listen, Hurst, if 
I think if they beat San Francisco this week and Hurst has, you know, another five touchdowns like he did in this game, he's basically a lot to win the MVP. Um, and we're, this is why, like, week, it would be week 13, week 14. It would take Tyreek Hill or Tua or Lamar Jackson, some kind of, like, miracle because... The way that Jalen Hurts scored touchdowns, I mean, he's leading the league for quarterbacks and TDs, I think, in rushing TDs. Might even lead the league in uh, uh, throwing throwing TDs, too. No, no. Not even cl- I mean, he has 18 throwing touchdowns. Uh, Josh Allen has 24. I'm looking at it now. Um, Josh at 24. Dak at 23. Tua at 22. Mahomes at 21. Herbert at 20. Russell Wilson at 20, that a great season. Jordan Love at 19, along with Brock Purdy um, and Kirk Cousins. No, that's not right. CJ Strauss. Kirk Cousins has 18. Wow, that's incredible. Um, He's not even playing. I know. So Jalen Hurts has 18 at this point, 18 and 10. That's what I'm saying. The stats are down, but the team is winning. Um, so I think it is a year... It's a season where it's right for a non-quarterback to to come out of nowhere and, and pull it off. Yeah, but rushing TDs, he has 11. Mm-hmm. He's in the top three. He's compared to a running back. No running, well, Josh Allen has uh, nine rushing TDs. I just, I just feel like he continues at this pace, even if he's just doing it to the ground, he's a lot to get the MVP because I, I feel like if... If the Eagles didn't have Jalen Hurts, would the tush push, would he even, will all these TDs even happen? That's what I'm trying to say. Because mm-hmm. you remove Jalen Hurts, and I don't think that happens. I don't think that the Eagles are 10 and 1. Probably not, no. Def, uh, you know, I'd say he's a good player, plain and simple. He's a, a really good player. Um, you know, the, the question is um, is he better, right? Is he the MVP? And the team's 10 and 1. So I think a lot, you know, people are going to look at that and say, you know, your team's doing that well. Um, but again, you know, I, I still think there's some other quarterbacks and non quarterbacks that are having just as good of a year statistically as, as Hurts. Statistically, yes. But the MVP, that's, I mean, that, if you goes with your team's record, if, they end up losing just one game the whole season. Jalen Hurts is going to get the MVP. I don't care what kind of stats Tariq pulls, Lamar pulls. If your team ends up, you know, 16 and 1, you're going to get the MVP. Um, yeah, so that was week 12 recap. Let's do our power rankings because I was totally wrong. You had Detroit number one last week. And I even warned you. This defense, especially the secondary, is not as good as you think it is. And you were like, oh, no, no, they, they, they're still good. And they made Jordan Love look like a Aaron passing all over the place. Well, Jordan, I, I, I just place. finished telling you Jordan Love has 19 touchdowns in the seasons, and he's probably like fifth right now, fourth or fifth. So... Yeah, yeah, you can't give up that many points. You gotta like put the clamp down a little bit better. And yeah, their defense, you know, looking at that team is the weaker unit, right? Their offense is much better than their defense. But 
at the same time. Jordan yeah. Love has 10 interceptions, though. Yeah. He's in double digits. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't trust Jordan Love as much as, you know, this other quarterbacks. But yet, when he played Detroit, he looked like a, a gangbuster. So I was like, oh, man, this is the only the only knock I have on Detroit is that they have a great offense, but the defense, I feel like it still needs work. But it's, you know, it's only week 13, so maybe they can improve on that on that uh, defense in that division where you have Goff, you have Dobbs, you have Fields, you have Love. The only real competition is Jordan Love as far as good quarterbacks, right? So I feel like this shouldn't this shouldn't have a problem with that division as a whole. And they almost lost that game against Chicago. So it's a divisional game, though. That's how yes. it is, right? You know, those those teams in your division play you tougher, right? So Detroit, where are they sitting at right now? Eight and three. They'll, I think they'll take that. Do they need to make some improvements? Absolutely. They got defense. We just said you got to play better. Um, Golf has to play better too. You know, he can't turn the ball over. Um, but listen, they they are they're okay. They're sitting pretty fine now. You, you're talking about rankings at this point. You know, I dropped them. Not out of my top five, but I got, you know, Philly number one at this point, Baltimore two, San Fran three, and then I put Detroit uh, at four, and then the Dolphins at number five. Yeah, I have, you know, I haven't had Detroit on my top five since week 11. I just don't trust them. I have for my top five, uh, Philly, Baltimore, Miami, San Francisco, and Kansas City, and Kansas City, I mean, it could easily be out of the top five. It's tr- I'm strictly looking at their record, but I don't think they have the same no. firepower, especially in the receivers, as they did in previous years. There's flaws in all these teams, right? Except, well, I just talk, finished talking about feeling their defense not playing well. There's flaws in all these teams, right? All these teams. All yep. these teams. Uh, at the end of the day... These teams can go out and they can all beat each other. I wouldn't be surprised who who wins any of the games. They're that close. The league is that close. Um, so, yeah, you know, Kansas City, I don't have them in my top five, but they're right there. Um, Detroit, you don't have them in your top five, but I think they're right there. Yeah, they're right there, too. So anything can happen once we get to the playoffs. Okay, Ron. So let's go into our week 13 predictions. Let's start with... The Chargers at the Pats. Chargers are favored by six points. Ron, what's your what's your prediction? Um, let me just say my prediction is Mac Jones will start. I don't believe any of the hype this week about him not practicing or practicing as a third quarterback. I'm not, I'm just not buying it anymore. I think they'll roll his ass out there as a starter again this week. Uh, but I got the Chargers winning 27 to 14, winning comfortably. And I don't trust the Chargers either. Um, their coach is about to be fired at the end of the season and should be. So it won't shock me if the Pats win. Um, but I got the Chargers winning because I think New England is an even more dysfunctional team uh, at this point than the Chargers. Well, I got New England winning, surprise, surprise, mm. 14 to 10. Listen, this is 
I know that you don't believe Mac Jones is going to be out there, but it doesn't matter whether it's Mac Jones or Sappy. They're both terrible quarterbacks. So it's like, you know, like you mentioned earlier, it's a catch-22. It doesn't matter who you put out there. All that it matters is that they don't turn the ball over. That's all, that's all that we want for, to get a victory. And the other statistic which I looked up was that Bill Belichick is 11-2 and two against the Chargers all time. And, you know, Bill Belichick is a numbers guy, right? It's a history guy, right? So I think that does he want to lose to the Chargers? Does, no, I don't think he does. But at the same time, get a victory here, you might drop in the draft order. Does Kraft want to drop in? So it's, uh, you know, it's them who don't know. I just don't, I don't feel like the defense is going to let up like the offense is going to let up. That's why I only have them scoring 10 points. Mm -hmm. But, you know, 10 points to Justin Herbert is not the same 10 points Tommy DeVito. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can score some more points. I don't know. I just, I just feel like, listen. It's all about competing, right? It's all about like who's actually giving a damn. But if you don't have a game plan, does it really matter? If you don't have a coach, does it really matter? If you don't have a quarterback, does it really matter? So I just feel like, hey, you're in the front from the home crowd. Just do it for the home crowd. Germany, yeah, you weren't weren't even in the same zip code. Then you had uh, the Giants. Hey, maybe you should have won that one. (laughs) 10 to 7. I'd say the kicker must have like I don't know crap must have been like hey if you miss this one I'm gonna give I'm gonna up your salary I don't know what happened and now the rumor is that they actually have another kicker that's like circling <laughs> I was like what? what why would you bring another kicker? you drafted this dude what are you guys doing year? with Greer Greer I don't know what's going on with Greer you sign him you drop him you sign him you drop him I, I don't get it I, you s- Everybody, everybody is like sign, drop, sign, drop. Like the quarterback carousel up in New England is just what it is. The carousel, we know it's Mac Jones, but it's still, you know, it's like um, what I was saying earlier this week. You have 14 days to get ready for the Giants. And you were very mum on who's starting. Is it Zappy? Is it Mac Jones? Who's, who's starting? And he wouldn't, he would, he just wouldn't tell. That drove people mad. I mean, they were angry. Uh, reporters were angry. They're like, why? Just say it. Just say who's starting. Same thing this week. It's like, just say who's starting. He just refuses to say. I don't know if he's doing that just to, like, you know, like the whole Rogers thing, just to be Or maybe he just doesn't know. Or maybe, maybe he's like, Maybe today's the day. Nope, it's not the day. Maybe Friday's nope, it's not the day. And I think because of the new CBA and all that, today was the last day for them wearing pads. Cause I think Thursday is a walkthrough, Friday's a walkthrough, Saturday basically no pads. It's just so like what's what are you doing right now? What are you doing? What is what's the purpose of like playing cat and mouse and doing this whole thing? It's like you're not, you're not affecting, you know, it's not like the team is 10 wins. The team is two wins. Come on, man. Just, 
Be straight with us. Why are you doing this whole thing like, I, I oh. I feel the, I hear the yeah. pain in your voice. Like, I, I feel. Just be straight. Just be straight. That's what, I mean, you know what happens is when the team is good and he does this kind of mouth thing, you're like, oh, Bill Belichick's being so secretive. He's a genius, He's yeah. A, and he won't tell you who it is. But when the team is two and nine, just tell us. It yeah. doesn't. Yeah. It's not going to change your competitiveness, mm-hmm. you know, when you face a charger. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ron, the next game, Arizona at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is favored by five and a half. Uh, what's your prediction? Yeah, I got the the uh, Steelers winning 24 to 13. This game's at home. Um, Minka, we just talked about. It looks like he might play. He's a full participant this week. Um, this, is a, this is a game we got to get, right? You know, we're seven and four. Got to get to eight and four. We're a better team than the Cardinals. Um, we're gonna have to control Murray. Make sure he's not like scrambling all over the place. Uh, but we're a better team, and we got to go out there and show it. The offense has to continue to click. Um, I see this, uh, you know, being a ten point game or so, and I see the offense doing well. I see the defense getting some turnovers too, and leading to some uh, short field position. Which should lead to some scores. So I got Pittsburgh winning comfortably, twenty-four thirteen. Yeah, I got them winning uh, twenty-one to ten. I think this is a breakout game for uh, Pickett. I feel like he didn't get in the end zone last week, but this week he's gonna get in the end zone, and not by running either, by throwing it. Um, I think Deontay Johnson bounces back. Um, you know, like you said earlier, I think he can get emotional, but you know, this game is emotional. You can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. So I see them winning 21 to 10. Uh, Ron, what's your upset special? Yeah. Green Bay at Green Bay. I got them underdogs. Um, they're six and a half underdogs to the chiefs. Um, I got Green Bay winning 26 to 23 and it's not so much that I'm a Jordan love fan i think he's good he's a competent quarterback i just don't trust we just you just talked about it i don't trust any kansas city weapons i saw what happened when they went into denver right what happened to kansas city so you know green bay is not an easy place to play either um i'm surprised the spread is this big kansas city is the better team but i i have a feeling green bay is gonna pull off the upset here listen i'm gonna give you a warning about Jordan love because i was Heavy into Jordan Love at the beginning of the year. He let me down. Apparently, he's like got much, much better now. I don't know if he's better than Kansas City, but from what I'm reading, I guess one of the running backs, Aaron Jones, is practicing or not practicing. I don't know what's going on. I just feel like hit the, re- the Green Bay receivers are actually pretty good. It's just that Jordan Love hadn't come up with it, but now. It looks like he's coming out, you know, look like Matt LaFleur is finally, like, getting redemption out of Jordan Love. But I'm going to be uh, cautiously optimistic about this game. Uh, my upset special is uh, Denver visiting Houston. They're favored by three and a half. Houston is. I got them winning 24 to 21. You have Denver winning. Yes, I have Denver winning. I think. Uh, Wilson has the magic back. I think the defense is finally playing up to par. Um, and you know, Houston is my quote-unquote adopted team, and I like CJ Stroud, but 
I kind of like Denver in this game. <coughs> I think they can actually turn it around and win 24 to 21. Uh, and I think they're up to like three road games. So this will be number four. So I have them winning this game. <coughs> Ron, we are on week 13. What do you have to say to the Steelers fan out there? Let's get this. We're back. We uh, got some an easy schedule. No, can't have any losses here. So we got it. Yeah, you can't have any losses. I feel like I feel like you can beat Seattle, and I think that last game against Baltimore is gonna be a great, great game. And it might be for the division. Who knows? Depends how how well uh, Baltimore does, but. I just don't have the same faith in in uh, Harbaugh as uh, before. I just don't. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. I don't know. Like, I know that the Pats faced him a lot in the, when they were good in the playoff, and he he beat us at one time at home. He came in during the playoff game and he beat the Patriots, and everybody was like, "Oh man, this team is great." Then the following week they lost. So I don't know. Harbaugh is not his brother. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and I think he's the oldest, right? He's older than the uh, other other Harbaugh brother. I don't know. It's just, I just don't trust him as much as I should. But I got a message for the Patriots fans out there. <coughs> stick stick up for the Patriots. Stick up. I I don't like seeing all this like tanking. All this excitement over the team tanking. Listen, you you might not be here in March or April, whenever the draft is. Just enjoy, enjoy game by game. Just enjoy game by game. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. You know, cheering for the team to lose is basically what I'm seeing. <laughs> that is what I'm seeing, and I'm like, what? Why are you cheering for the team to lose? This is terrible. This is terrible, and then. Well, when they're winning, you're back on the bandwagon. You're back on like, yes, I knew you could do it. No, stick to the Patriots. Stick for them. And that goes to like the radio stations, the journalists. That goes to like people that follow the team. I, I don't know. I, I just want to see a lot more enthusiasm. enthusiasm. I know the team is not good, but geez, I mean, I, I you know what? I'm going to. I'm gonna. We're gonna have instant reaction this Sunday because I don't. I'm what time is your game? One o'clock. Okay. So we're gonna do the IR two right after you know when we do it like around seven o'clock, and I feel like I'm finally gonna pump my chest in a victory. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it, Ron. I feel it. I feel it, and. uh you should too feel it too. I don't know if you're a Pats fan and you're like distressed about them losing. Don't be. This is a guaranteed victory. Wow. I don't wow. Want, wow. Wow. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this is a guaranteed victory. I feel like the Chargers defense is terrible. It's terrible. I just. 
I, I think about the defense being terrible, and then I think, wow, we had <laughs> terrible quarterback. Yeah, you just lost to the I Giants. Just thought, I just thought about Matt Jones and Sapping, like, oh, man, this is going to take a miracle. But I feel like this is a game, I feel this way about the Saints, the Saints game, and we still lost. But Let me I ask feel you, like what this has game, to happen from no, here on out for Belichick to get fired? He's lose, not, lose he's the not rest of the games. Fired. What they I, lose every week. Listen, they can go two and fifteen and he still will not get fired. Okay. No. No. Now, there was a rumor that he might get traded, but he's not on the contract after twenty twenty four. He signed the multi year deal back in twenty twenty two. So they, he's only signed 2024 20, uh, 2023 2024 so he can just walk away there's no you know there's no nothing holding him back basically what I'm saying I just don't see him getting fired uh, during the season I see I do I definitely see him walk into another team but I just don't see him getting fired that's just not gonna happen so we're gonna have IR IR 2 this week on Sunday after the games Ron will be talking about the Steelers. I'll talk about the past. And then next week, we'll do week 14. And we'll have we'll have kind of like a kind of like an idea of where these teams are in the playoff contention. Because there's a lot of teams out there with five wins that's still in it. There's a lot of teams with six wins that are still in it. So I, I just don't I don't want to count those teams out yet. Because anything can happen. Right. Like, I'm looking at, you know, for example, I'm looking at the Colts, Texans, they have six wins. I'm looking at Denver, they have six wins. You know, NFC, I'm looking at the Vikings, they have six wins. I'm looking at the Seahawks, they have six wins. And then, excuse me, then you have other teams that have five wins. The whole NFC South. Yeah, basically. Well, the NFC, I mean, if someone other than the division winner comes out of the NFC South, that's they, not gonna happen, that, yeah. they did something wrong. <laughs> something terribly, terribly wrong. Yeah. Because even the Rams have five wins, and they're in third place. Yeah. It's up for grabs in that. It yeah. is like it was last year, right? I think eight wins won the division last year, if I remember correctly. So, you know, you know, it's anybody's. You Tampa, come on, man. Come on, Buccaneers. Like, let's get some wins going, huh? No, not not with Mayf- Baker Mayfield. I, I feel like they made a mistake. Mayfield. I I I feel like uh, if Atlanta wins that division, but the Bucks and the Saints did something terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. Yeah. So in that case, I say peace. Peace. Hey guys, thanks again for watching. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Shut Your Mouth Podcast at gmail.com. That's shutympodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us on Twitter or on Instagram at SYM Podcast. Thanks again.